everybody out there. This is Adam once again, and you're listening to Skating is Hard. We back at it for another episode. Classic format, one man status. You know, no guest this week, no funny formats, just doing it the OG style. <laughs> um, so we're just, I'm just going to talk about uh, three things this week. I want to talk about a little personal update on my skating related to my uh, ankle injury I talked about in the f- second episode. We're going to talk about skateboard video games and just all about everything about skateboard video games as much as I can uh, remember. <laughs> but I just want to get into it on that because I feel like I haven't heard anyone talk about that on a podcast with a lot of insight and being a skater that has resulted or I don't know what the word, I've come from skateboard video games. I was spawned out of skateboard video. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, I know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I started skating because of skateboard video games. And a lot of people around my age have also done that. So I feel like there's not a lot of representation in the podcast universe of motherfuckers like me. So we're going to talk about that. And on a more depressing note, because we always got to talk about some unhappy shit on this podcast. We're going to talk about these motherfucking... Conspiracy theorists, QAnon, Trump ass, 90s, 90s and a little 80s pro skaters who just seem to be showing their ass on Instagram and other social medias. And uh, why, why might that be? Why, why, why are there so many pro skaters, former pro skaters, a lot of the time just buying into this stuff? You know, why is it so easy for them? I don't know. I definitely don't have all the answers for that, but I just want to talk about it because I just like, yo, like, let's, what the hell? You know, I feel like everyone on Twitter is like, yo, what's going on with all these motherfuckers? And, we're, and I'm like, yeah, what the, what's good? Why, why are so many dudes just showing how easy, easily they are to be bamboozled, to be fooled into uh, this, these weird theories? But let's start it off uh, with, the, with the life update. So two days ago, I skateboarded for the first time in two and a half months. I hurt myself last in June. I talked about my injuries and my constant injuries of the last few years of my life in the second episode of this podcast. So go check that out if you want to hear, you know, me go in depth on that and the feelings associated with constantly injuring yourself in skateboarding. So, yeah, I haven't been skating Um, I've been doing a lot of physical therapy exercises that I've learned from being at physical therapy so much and, uh, just trying to heal up, try to stay healthy. I've been staying active via city biking. If y'all don't know New York city and a lot of other fucking major cities have like these bikes that you can rent out for a day or whatever for a certain time. And uh, they got, like, stations everywhere all over the place. Well, they got stations in all the gentrified areas, you know what I mean? Like, there are some... If you look at the map of city bikes in New York, uh, you're going to understand. <laughs> you're going to understand what they're trying to do. But anyway, they got bikes. You can rent them. You go bike. I've been biking instead of taking the train and the bus everywhere I'm going. So it's been good. It's been to keep me active. Hopefully even, you know, getting even more healthy. I do got to thank... Uh, the homie on Twitter, Jack, Jack five Connor. I've never actually read his username. It's like J A C five Connor, but he did post that he's been doing these, uh, workout r- routines focus on hips and knees. And, um, one of the things that I'm always learning at these physical therapy places is how much I'm not focusing on my hips and my knees and my core, you know? You know, I'm doing a lot of ankle stuff, but my 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 upper leg region, you know, it's not it's not where it needs to be. So, you know, he recommended these few exercises and these stretch bands, these workout bands, and I bought those shits and I looked at his exercises and I think they've been helping me out. I, they've been like strengthening different parts of my legs that I feel like have been helping my overall the overall uh, health of my legs. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But got to thank him for that because I literally do those exercises now. I also got to thank Old Friends, which is like a Patreon podcast like thing that Walker Ryan and I I forget the other dude's name, but the other dude is a physical therapist. 
and they put out this video on their Patreon. I had to, I had to subscribe, but I was down because I'm like, yo, like, it's not that much money. Plus, like, it will hopefully help me out. So, uh, they put out this video of these really skate specific physical therapy exercises that I really feel like actually were helping me a little better than the other exercises I've been doing. And, um, you know, through been doing that for like the last week and a half, those new exercises and stuff. And I think they've been, I've already been feeling way better. And so I decided like, let me go. Cause I, I've been wanting to ease my way into skating. I feel like the past couple years, if I hurt myself, I just go back into skating and just try to get, you know, start doing tricks and shit and get right into it. But I've never like eased into it. And and especially with how frequently I've been hurting myself, you know, I wanted to not <laughs> get back into skating and immediately hurt myself again because that's happened. So I wanted to enjoy skating. So I decided I'm just going to skate around. I feel my ankle feels like 80%, you know, 70%, you know, not perfect, a little scary, but I feel I can skate, you know, I can skate and feel okay. And I just decided, let me just cruise around my neighborhood so I did that. Nothing crazy. Didn't I really try to do no tricks? I did maybe a couple ollies, maybe ollied onto a curb, maybe dropped off of a slightly higher curb. I think I did a no comply at one point, but mainly just skating down like little mellow hills around my neighborhood, you know, chill shit. And it was fun and it was great. And I was happy. I was able to skate. I'm not going to skate for maybe another couple days, you know, because I did feel the weight on my ankle. You know, I did I was feeling my ankle at the end of the day, but you know, I was, I felt very positive about it. You know, it was very uh, nice to be skating again because I definitely missed it. And, you know, I feel like I've never really came at skateboarding with any sort of patience and, uh, and pacing, you know? So I'm just trying to do that, especially because I want to just skate, you know, I want to skate more than I want. I want to skate more than I want to try a hard trick, you know? And I think I always hurt myself trying something or trying something after trying a hard trick. So I just want to skate and I want to be able to take it slowly. And, you know, I always find that I hurt myself after I'm just, you know, skating and skating and skating and not thinking about everything. And maybe I make a, a weird split decision. I try a trick that maybe I shouldn't have tried right there or I, or I knew probably wouldn't end well. And I just hurt myself. So just trying to keep calm while skating and trying to be really intentional with everything I do while skating. Um, and yeah, so I'm hoping I'll skate in a couple of days and just once again, not do many tricks to skate around. Hopefully my ankle will be a little better at that point and just keep on doing that until I feel more comfortable, you know, and then get back, get back into doing the tricks and shit. And, but also be more mindful. You know, I think a lot of times I don't ever take, I don't ever skate for a short time. I always skate for like fucking five or six hours at a time. You know, I know some people would just do like a little two hour session, one hour session. I usually don't stick to that. I usually try to skate for a long time and then, <laughs> then I get hurt. <laughs> so going to be more intentional and uh, have patience with myself with this shit. So that's, that's a little update on that. Now we're going to talk about, Skateboard video games. Now, what is a video game? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer that question. I, I feel like you should probably know what a video game is. If you don't, we got Google. We got Wikipedia. I cannot explain to you a whole art form, medium. You know, I, I would, but I just don't want it right now. So, skateboard video games. I think I was inspired to talk about this, not only because we're in like a new era of skateboard video games with like all these newer skateboard games coming out, like Skate Skater XL, Session, you know, they got a new Skate 4 coming out, they got the new Tony Hawk, which is basically the old, the old Tony Hawk, but it's like, you know, revamped with the graphics and stuff, so, you know, I think skating, I think video games and skateboard video games have been kind of in the collective conscious right now definitely on the internet and stuff so i just been thinking about it i've been playing them a little more because i bought skater xl and session because well the thing is i love skateboard video games i love them so much i fucking love playing them 
Uh, I think I forget if it was mostly skateboarding. I think they were talking about skate for being announced. I forget what, but you know, those dudes were saying they never really played the Tony Hawk games or any of the skate games, you know, um, I think I remember Jason from Frozen and Carbonite saying, like, yeah, uh, I would just rather skate in real life. And I think Temples and L- Elliot maybe agreed with him. And I think that stuck in my head because I was like, wow, that's a really interesting uh, <laughs> that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Because I think, and I don't know how many people relate to me, because I, I do think that is an idea that's a little informed by age. You know, not calling the homies that mostly skateboarding old, but they're definitely older than me, and I think they're all, you know, above 30. Once again, not trying to come at them or anything, but I think it's really just generational. You know, they got into skating before the Tony Hawk games came out, which came out in the late 90s, you know. I think for a lot of people my age, and I just turned 26, so, you know, I got into skating in the mid-2000s. We are all predisposed to skateboarding, at least most of us, via the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. I used to play that shit on the N64 with my friend Sam. We both started skating, like, together. And I think we both were just generally just interested in skating. Not even, like, obsessed with it from Tony Hawk, but we are just like, oh, skateboarding is a thing you can do. Oh, look at that. There's pro skaters. There's this guy, Tony Hawk. There's these other skaters in there. And we play it, and we have fun. And then through that, we try it out in real life, and then, you know, we get obsessed with it. So for me... In a way, skateboarding and skateboard video games are inter interlocked. Like, you know, when I'm not skating, I want to go play a skateboard video game. You know, if if it's raining, if I'm injured. So it's it's for me, it's not a replacement for skateboarding. Well, it can be a replacement for skateboarding when you're not skating, but it's just a supplement to the overall experience of skating to me. It's just like, oh, you can skate on this game. It doesn't feel the same, of course. It's definitely not the same thing. It's not as realistic. You skate amazingly because you're a fucking pro in the game, but it's just fun. It's just all it is just it's just fucking fun. It's fun to try to do tricks and like the EA skate games and stuff. Even in the Tony Hawk games, I try to make it realistic. You know, before Skate came out, I would want to try to do a realistic trick in there, even though it was pretty hard. But I don't know. I just, I just that that when they were talking about that, it really made me realize like, wow, there's a whole generation of skaters that have been birthed out of the Tony Hawk games, um, and there's a whole generation that has nothing to do with that. I just didn't. I think I didn't realize how much that they didn't give a fuck about those games. I was like, oh yeah, like wow, like. If I was, like, 16 and I had already been skating for a little while and some video game came out of nowhere and it doesn't look like skateboarding, it doesn't feel like skateboarding, and it's it feels very corporate, I probably wouldn't be psyched on it. You know, I probably wouldn't be that into it. And I'm sure that's probably how some of those dudes felt back in the day. Which is so funny because, like, to me, skate Tony Hawk games, they feel so foundational. Like, these are, like, where everything started, you know? But... So I just was thinking about that a lot. So back to injuries, when I I had ripped my ACL right before college started. And in college, one of my roommates brought in a TV and an Xbox. So I brought I brought Skate 2 and Skate 1. I think Skate 3 was already out. Yeah, I brought basically this whole skate series and I was I would play that shit all the time because I wanted to skate and I couldn't because I was like for part of that year in college I was in like a, a brace for my knee and then the rest of it I was I had no brace but I couldn't really do anything really I could I could not skate basically I just could not skate I had to wait like a fucking year I was going to physical therapy like I had to wait so in those times I was watching a ton of skate videos and I was you know playing a ton of skateboarding games so that's my, I feel like my relationship to skateboard games is not even, like, I don't even think about, oh, this is a replacement or, oh, I'd rather skate. Like, yeah, I would rather skate, but I can't right now, you know? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a skateboard video game. So, yeah, I think I just have, like, a very sentimental view of skateboard video games. I guess that's just really my point here is that, for me, skateboard video games were not just, like, 
Yeah, they were not just something to try to replace skateboarding. They were just another part of it. And they were another way to experience it in like a new kind of way or a different way. And they were what piqued my interest in skateboarding. So I can't really separate it from that. But it is interesting to hear people's views on it, you know. I did fucking pre-order the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, 1 and 2. I did play the demo. And I don't know, man. I just, uh, maybe skate really spoiled me. I just don't know if I can get back into it. I'm like, did I make a mistake? <laughs> did I make a mistake buying this fucking game? I don't know. I got to wait till the whole game comes out. You know, the demo was released, but the whole game comes out later in September. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. I Maybe I just got to play as Kareem Campbell or I got to play as Tyshawn. You know, and I'll have fun and I'll play all the, the old levels, but... It just, it just didn't, I didn't feel a spark. I didn't feel like nostalgic. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I will update y'all on how I feel about that when the game comes out. But that's uh, that's skateboard video games for that for y'all right there. All right. So now what we're going to talk about is shit that's way more depressing. Shit that's not as fun. <laughs> Trump, QAnon, people who are anti-mask. Weird conspiracy theories. Now, if you have been following skateboarding for a while, you're probably, you probably know about some of the older pros. You probably went on social media, specifically Instagram, and said, hey, what is that pro doing now? Are they still skating? What's going on? And you follow them and you see that, yeah, they are still skating. That's great. Or they're doing something else and it's cool and you're just like happy for them. And you're like, great, that is good, beautiful, I love it. Now, I think in the last couple of years, some of us may have noticed some of these older pros have been posting some interesting things. I think the biggest one, and probably the least problematic, but someone who's like been, it's almost a joke, their whole conspiracy theory shit, you know, is Bobby Pulio. Bobby Pulio. East Coast legend, New Jersey, uh, you know, famously a very opinionated guy, always does his own thing, has a specific idea for his skateboarding and his parts, um, you know, notorious, infamous legend, I don't know, I don't know how to describe him, but he's, you know, I, I'm a fan of him in, in his skating, at least, his, I'm a fan of his skating, and if you follow him on Instagram within the last few years, you'd realize he's like, into these conspiracies but they're not really conspiracies i can't really describe it i it's almost as if he's really i think he's talked about it he's really into numbers and patterns you know these 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 coincidental these like reoccurring patterns and stuff and these coincidences and i don't know i want i often wonder when he posts about this stuff right? Like, what is he trying to say? Or is he trying to say something? It seems like sometimes he's like, yeah, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just pointing out the patterns. I'm just pointing out the similarities. But is it just, is it, is it that? Or is it, you know, a little cowardice, you know, maybe you don't want to explain what theory you might, you may have on this stuff because you don't want to get into an argument with anybody. I don't know. I, at this point, it's just funny to look at because it's, it's almost a joke. He just takes all the numbers related to anything. Like, let me, I'm just going to bring up one right now. Yeah, I'm just going to look at one right now because this one is really interesting too. It's kind of weird. I don't know if it's disrespectful. I, cause once again, he's not really saying anything. He's just pointing out all these numbers. So if you go to Tim and Vickstagram, which is Bobby Puglio's Instagram, you see a lot of pictures of random things. A lot of things from pop culture, symbols, uh, historical people, you know, with a very, very occasional skate clip, like very rare. You know, you might be confused. This is a pro skater's Instagram, huh? <laughs> but if you look, each thing, each post has actually a quite extensive caption. Now, the second to last post he has, how he has put up, uh, it's about the, well, it's related to the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman. It's a multiple slide post, too. Really, it shows the poster for the movie uh, 42, uh, where Chadwick Boseman played Jackie Robinson. But let's just read it. Just a warning, I suck at reading. As you can hear, sometimes I slur my words. That's just, that's just how I talk. I'm sorry. 
All right. And he also has a really interesting use of quotes. So I will use like the quote unquote for whatever he quotes, but it's really interesting. All right. Quote unquote, Jackie Robinson Day is celebrated every year on April 15th, the same day as quote unquote tax day and quote unquote Patriots Day and the date the quote unquote Titanic quote unquote sunk. All major league baseball players wear 42 on their uniforms on this date to honor the man who broke the color barrier in baseball in 1947. This year, because of the coronavirus, and he spreads out coronavirus in a weird way, I think it's to highlight that there's a VI, like a six, a number six, Roman numeral. I don't really know what that's about, but here we go. So coronavirus, there were no MLB games played on the 15th. Therefore, Jackie Robinson Day 2020 was pushed back to August 28th. August 28th marks the anniversary of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech in D.C. Chadwick Boseman, the man who played Jackie Robinson uh, seven years ago in the film 42, died on the same day MLB celebrated Jackie Robinson Day in 2020. Bose means to strike the ground. Moloch is the biblical name of a Canaanite god associated with child sacrifice through fire or war. Moloch has been traditionally interpreted as the name of a god surnamed the king, Adon, lord, Baal, or master. Moloch resulted from a dysphemic vocalization in the second temple period of a theonym based on the root MLK. MLK means king. Martin Luther King died on 4-4 or 4-squared. Hashtag 8, hashtag bows, hashtag base, hashtag base, ball with two A's like Bial. <gasps> you know, I don't know what any of that means. I'm not, I don't know any of the shit he just said. I don't even know what he's trying to say. But it's basically shit like that. Like, I'm not going to read another one because that was too much. I'm not good at reading, but it's basically shit like that. He just, you know, a post with fucking the Time Warner logo, and he's talking about Time Warner cable, cable cabal, eye of the th- eye of the hours or whatever, our TWC World Trade Center. I don't know. It's just like a lot of like, there's no conclusion. There's just relating things. It's almost like wordplay, but Bobby Pulio has been doing this stuff for a while. It's like I said, it's kind of a joke at this point. Sometimes I think he think he knows it's a joke too, but whatever it may be, he doesn't really say a lot of stuff in specific. And, you know, he hasn't really said it. It doesn't seem like he said a lot of stuff about coronavirus. You know, as we all know, there's a lot of people who don't believe it, who don't really fuck with it. (laughs) They don't wear masks, you know, and I can't tell if Bobby Pulio is one of those people, uh, but it doesn't look like he is. But Bobby Pulio is kind of like, you know, level one of skateboard, <laughs> of 90s pro skater conspiracy theorists. Now, as we go more in, and as as some of y'all have may seen, there's some other pro skaters who have been talking about all types of shit, you know. Similar things to Bobby Pulio, but going a little more far right, you know. One of them is like Gershon Mosley. He's been posting a lot of wild stuff recently. And you know what? I'm not even going to go into it because it's so, it's like the shit he's talking about is like, you know, anti-fucking coronavirus. The coronavirus is fake. He's talking about, he he mentions, I forget if he mentions Q, but he, he does have some QAnon-esque takes you know, there seems to be a, I don't know if he's pro-Trump, but it's definitely adjacent to Trump stuff. You know, constantly talking about other people being misinformed. He's been getting on people's cases for arguing with him on on the Instagram. Just being really, like, OD. <laughs> That's all I could say. He's, be, he's just doubling down on, this, on all this shit. You know, uh... With a lot of wording, it's just so strange. He'll post on his story just, like, pictures of stuff that I guess he feels, you know, proves his point or is just another 
it's another evidence of like the government and the you know satanic pedophiles you know trying to brainwash us to believe in covid and shit like that but it's really he'll 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 also have these weird like posts where he just talks about how he's tired he's he's not doing this for us he doesn't care if we don't agree with him and if we want to argue with him he's gonna he's gonna block us or some shit you know he's i've seen screenshots from other people of him just being a dick a dick in the comments to people you know i think whatever gershon's thing right now is it's specific to gershon he seems like a very reclusive dude who's very uh to himself you know not to psychoanalyze him you know what i mean but he seems to be very not giving a fuck about what anyone says right now, but also saying a lot at the same time. So there must be somewhere where he does care about what people say, but I don't know. But he's saying a lot. He's putting out a lot of stories every day. And he's basically on some weird, you know, coronavirus is fake shit. And I think uh, a lot of skaters are. I mean, one of the one of the fucking stories he reposted is an Adam McNatt story. Another 90s pro skater, Adam McNatt. I actually don't know much about Adam McNatt, so I will not talk about him too much. Especially because if you go to his page, you can't really see a lot of the shit. It looks like he just posts his tattoo work. But, you know, it looks like he's been posting some uh, some uh, coronavirus is fake shit, you know. And a lot of skaters are on that shit right now. You know, um... I think I forget how I think through. Oh, I was looking at there's the other the other man of the hour sinner, Pat Pascal or whatever his fucking name is. He's definitely more on the Trump shit. He's definitely he's de- I think he's deny I think he denies COVID, but I think he's way more he's way more about the BLM is trash. Um, the Democrats are trash and they're all fucking pedophiles. He doesn't like Antifa. He's very much, he's definitely a Trump person, a QAnon person. Um, I forget if I've seen him post about fucking masks, but whatever. You know, and then he, oh, he posted a Dwayne Peters. Dwayne Peters posted an Instagram Live, or an, sorry, an Instagram TV going over all the, you know, he, you know, all the same type of shit. Dwayne Peters is definitely on some like, you know, this that that shit, that Trump shit, you know, that QAnon shit. It's so funny. And they're always talking about commies and communism. You know, it's like really weird because I don't think they know what commies are. I don't, think, I don't think they know. Like, they're always talking about Marxists. Like, the Marxist media is taking over. Like, I think the media is very capitalist. I think everything is pretty capitalist in America. It's very funny. Like, I, I wish I had, like, more of, like, a straight, like, linear thought about all this stuff i'm just kind of just describing everything i'm looking at so there's Dwayne peters of course and and sinner and then on another q anon tip there's pj ladd who doesn't really post on his instagram about this stuff and he doesn't even post on his twitter about this stuff but if you look at his likes on his twitter you will see a lot of liking of q anon stuff and who else oh there's chris marklevich who like who's always been like an artist and a painter and I always kind of like fuck with his art, but his art recently has been, been very like, uh, those regular faces he draws, you know, all the time, Chris Marklevich. But then he'll like put, he'll put different messages in there. And a lot of them, I forget, let me look at it real quick. So Chris Marklevich, like he just put, he, if you haven't seen his art, I mean, you can search Chris Marklevich. I'm saying Marklevich it's Markovich. My bad. Chris Markovich. Chris with a K and uh, Chris underscore Markovich on Instagram. You know, you see his art and there's a lot of words all over it. There's one piece that he posted on June 28th with the words uh, fuck masks, control. There's a shush over a mouth. There's a is Soros the real devil? You know, George Soros, you know, typical Q non Trump person to bring up, you know, <laughs> everything is funded by George Soros. All the fucking protests are not real. They're all funded by him. <laughs> it's all that type of shit. Plus he posted this whole Instagram TV of this guy who I have no idea who this man is, but 
this dude and it's a 14 minute video this guy just ranting about like how everything is just we're being played if you're a black person and you care about racism right now and black lives matter you're being played you know what i mean like the real issue is the commies and the fucking Marxists and shit and all the Marxist agenda. And he, he even describes communism in it. And he's like, communism is supposed to separate people. It's supposed to cause class warfare. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh-huh. What? what? <laughs> Do you know what communism is, my man? And I, I don't, I, he doesn't tag this man. I have no idea who he is. I don't know how I could find him. But this guy is definitely on some bullshit. But, yeah, Chris Markovich is on this shit. Dwayne Peters, you know. Who else? Is anyone else? I mean, there's definitely some other people, I'm sure. And so we can, I don't know, we can also talk about Nigel Houston, you know, our favorite guy on this podcast, and get him the fuck out of here. Anyway, Nigel Houston um, posted uh, an anti-mask meme, you know, one of those memes where it's like, this table says one thing, this table says another thing. A giant group of people are lined up for one table while no one's going to the other table. What's the table that no one's going to? It says um, building an immune system, being healthy, uh, you know, getting stronger. The other table where everyone is lined up for says vaccine, masks, social distancing, you know. So I just think confirming Nyjah's stupidity. I mean, the reason why we see this nigga having a fucking party on 4th of July with a bunch of fucking people, like, come on, dude. I mean, as if, as if like, being Nigel Houston wasn't worse, <laughs> like, you're going to be an anti-masker, like, and he's friends with Sinner, too, so I don't know, I don't know how much of Sinner, I don't know how much is Sinner's shit is getting into his head, or how much, how much they're influencing each other, but whatever, it's just funny, but... I think the biggest point about all this stuff, you know, I'm just describing all these things that these guys are talking about. Um, I think it's really just highlighting for me, maybe a problem with pro skaters, not a problem with pro skaters, but I had an idea. I remember I, maybe I tweeted about it, but it's like, you know, when you're a teenager or even younger and you're just, you're just like given free product for pretty much your whole life, you're flown around the world. You don't really have any real responsibilities but besides skateboarding, which is very fun. You know, you're constantly being told how much of an artist you are, how much of a fringe person you are, how much, like, how subversive you are, you know. You know, or, or, and you're also, you know, taught to say, like, fuck authority, you know, fuck the cops and fuck all this other stuff, you know. And you usually don't really go to school. <laughs> I think that pre I think that really makes someone really receptive to these kind of conspiracy theories because usually the point of these type of things especially with like the QAnon and all this stuff it's like oh the world is in shambles but I know you know oh actually I'm the smart person here I actually know what's going on which is something that these people I feel like these dudes have always felt already like a lot of fucking skaters and these type of dudes like just have this idea that they're really knowing of what's going on and all these conspiracy theories and shit, they just confirm that, you know, it's just like, it's just confirming your own things in your head. You know, there's not a lot of actual research or like learning happening or critical thinking. It's saying, Oh, I have a, I have a weird feeling about that thing I saw. So, Oh, here's this conspiracy theory saying that actually is wrong and you're actually right for questioning it, you know? And also, especially like, I mean, skaters, at least back in the 90s and 80s, you know, you were usually like a nerd. You were usually a, an outsider to your the society of like school and stuff like that. Jeff Grosso talks about it all the time. We were the weirdos. We were the nerds. Like, And I can imagine feeling like that can also help you or can also predispose you to this type of stuff because there's an idea of what's what's mainstream, what's the knowledge that is known by most people and here's this other knowledge that you're gaining and it makes you I don't know it makes it makes you feel like you know something that they don't know and it kind of like it bolsters that feeling of being an outcast and stuff like that and it makes you feel like oh yeah I'm on the fringe society oh I really know what's going on you know it, it kind of I think that mentality is also very prevalent especially in these older dudes you know these older pros 
these dudes weren't fucking thinkers, bro. Like these motherfuckers weren't challenging society. They were just skateboarding, which which is challenging society, but not intentionally, not with thought. You know, a lot of times it's just, oh, I just want to have fun. Uh, you know, skaters aren't political. Skaters aren't inherently pr- political. Skateboarding is political. Skaters aren't inherently political, you know? And I think maybe thinking they were and maybe just you know, having these beliefs and being around other people like that, you know, when you're around a bunch of other kids who don't fucking know shit, you know, for your whole life, being taught by motherfuckers who don't know shit, you know, you just, you just, you're just susceptible to so much dumb shit, you know, and I'm not even here to fucking argue with anybody about whether or not QAnon or Trump or all these conspiracies are real or not, because like, bro, they're just not, (laughs) it's just like, come on, it's, it's funny too, because it's like, the real problem is that these people are having like the right instincts and they're looking in the right places, right? They're saying, oh, there's a problem with the government. Oh, there's a problem with the Democratic Party. Oh, there's a problem with the way she's running, the financial gaps in society. You know, things are not running the way they should be. You know, things are not going well. You know, we're not we're not doing good in this country. And yeah, and oh, look at these fucking people who are you constantly see photos of with like Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and what the fuck's up with that? You know, and those are those are good questions, you know, what I mean, but y'all, y'all are just coming up with all these other theories, you know, you're, you're like, oh, it must be George Soros. Oh, you know, some of these motherfuckers think to think a lot of these motherfuckers. I'm, I don't know about these specific skaters I'm talking about, but usually the end line for a lot of these QAnon theories is uh, anti-Semitism. So a lot of these motherfuckers think it's like Jewish people, like who are controlling everything. And, you know, a lot of them think like, you know, there's some satanic uh, conspiracy theory, these satanic like prof- uh, pedophiles who are, you know, you know, doing shit with kids and going around and stealing kids and shit. And it's like, you know, we can't trust them, these government satanic pedophiles, you know, oh, Hillary, all oh, fucking, you know, this person, this person. They conveniently never think it's Trump, which is so funny because if anyone's in that shit, it's definitely Trump. It's just like, it's all this stuff. And like, oh, you guys are just, you guys are looking and making the wrong conclusions and making the, and finding the weirdest paths to these things. But your instincts are right. Like, a, a quote, and I, I've tried to find the tweet, but I can't find it. I think he might have deleted it. But uh, Brandon Wardell, a comedian I like, he said something I thought was very funny. But it was like true. It's like I'm trying. I'm trying to word it right. It's like there's not a ring, a super secret ring of satanic pedophiles running the world. It's a very mundane, very out in the open, very boring group of. <laughs> pedophiles running the world you know it's like it's like being a satanist involved need you need like conviction i think that's what he said and it's like yeah like it's not some crazy weird shit it's just like these people that we know you know we see people doing this fucked up shit in the world running the country wrong corruptly being corrupt getting money from fucked up shit you know supporting wars invading other countries, fucking up governments in other countries. It's like these things that the government, the American government has always been doing for a long time. And it's very out in the open, you know? And it's not, it's not like when we get attacked by someone or when we have a disaster or when there's a school shooting that it's not those places that, you know, America's ugly head is rearing itself. It's actually in the things that are very out in the open. And I think people just have like this idea that they, if if it's the government doing shit very obviously and very simply or very out in the open, yeah, if it's just out in the open like that, I guess it's 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 as if they don't have a control. Like I think these type of conspiracy theories and shit are kind of a like a, a coping mechanism, you know? They're just people trying to cope with the fact that they have no control over the shit that's happening and the shit that's happening is bad. I mean, basically motherfuckers who believe in this shit basically believe like Oh, everything is all good. I know everything. Don't worry. No, everything everything that's bad that happened actually was not very bad. It was actually these specific people who caused it. So things that are bad are actually caused by these specific people. And actually bad things don't happen, uh, you know, without there being some sort of control or some sort of plan. You know, it's it's not random because random bad things happening would be scary, you know. And... 
of course, with the QAnon shit, you know, and all that specific Trump conspiracy theory, it's it's really weird and scary because it's racist and fucked up, <laughs> you know. And God, like, I saw Sinner, fucking Sinner, dude. I like he's the one out of here. I feel like because there was a time where I was fucking with Sinner, you know. I think we all were kind of ironically fucking with Sinner after that theatrics part, you know, that dumbass part with the stupid song. But, you know, the good skating, you know, we were fucking with him. But he just showing himself to be, like, a dickhead, bro. He, like, posted some 4chan post basically saying that Kyle, that Kyle Rittenhouse motherfucker was basically saving us by killing those people, which is, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't even want to get on how fucked up that is. But he was basically posting that and supporting that. So, you know. I don't even know. That's like, cause, cause there's like Bobby Pulio type conspiracy theory where it's kind of, you know, it's a little like misguided and it's, but it's, and it's like fun, you know, it's funny, you know, cause he hasn't, he hasn't really been, you know, saying much, but then there's the motherfuckers who like, then there's the dudes who are really like saying some foul shit and, 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 and proposing some foul shit. And those are like the QAnon people. Like that shit goes deep and man, it's just like, it just, I think the biggest thing you know, I'm really going on a rant about this shit, but it's like the biggest thing is that this shit is just depressing. <laughs> like I'm I'm li- I'm okay with living my life knowing these people exist, but knowing that they exist in skateboarding and knowing that they have such a following in skateboarding and they're so influential and people view these people as legends and motherfuckers don't even really see their Instagram, so a lot of people are still calling them legends and still fucking with them and it's like really it really just bugs me. I'm like, "Damn, like, no, actually, fuck that person. <laughs> actually, fuck you, because if you don't believe in COVID, like, you're just a dickhead, and you think you're smart, and you're not. You're actually not. I mean, look, man, I've said it before on this podcast, and I don't like saying it because it's really inflammatory, and it's, like, it's not true. People are smart. Everyone has their own intelligence. But fucking pro skaters are fucking idiots, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, these motherfuckers don't be knowing shit. You hear the interviews and you're like, wow, that's a fucking grown adult. They sound like a fucking 12-year-old, dude, the way they be thinking. A lot of these motherfuckers, especially these QAnon niggas. It's just annoying. It just makes me depressed because it's like, wow, I was already concerned about, like, the intelligence of a lot of these, a lot of these dudes. Like, I was already scared that, damn, like, it sucks that, you know, there's not... You know, I mean, it makes sense, you know, why, like, dudes turn out like this, but it kind of sucks. And now it's just going to the worst possible outcome where they're just believing anything, you know? It just depresses me, you know? You don't want to see PJ Ladd liking some fucking QAnon shit. You know, it's fucking PJ Ladd, dude. Like, fucking PJ Ladd. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just like the racism shit, you know? When you find out some pro did some racist shit, you're like, ah, oh, I liked you, and now you're doing some whack shit, bro. Like, what? Like, Gershon is a fucking legend, dude. Gershon is, like, one of the most underrated motherfuckers. Gershon Mosley is one of the most underrated dudes. So incredibly good and still good. He was posting great content on Instagram up until recently. <laughs> he was posting good skate clips. He was skating hard still. He's extremely good. I feel like the industry didn't give him a fair shake, and a lot of times it seems like he's a little bitter at it. Understandably, but sometimes now I wonder, I wonder how much is 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 the industry not giving him a fair shake or is he really wilding? I don't know. I saw his nine club interview. He seemed pretty he seemed weird, but I can understand where he's coming from. But you know, now he's doing all this anti-mask covid shit like it's like dude, what the hell? You know why <laughs> why do you got to be like this? Like why do you got to be like this? You know, so I think it's just I <sighs> I don't even know where to go from here, like what, how to end this fucking episode or like how to, how to talk about it. It's just frustrating. Really, it's just frustrating. I just want to go over it and talk about how frustrating it is to me, <laughs> you know, because, you know, because you can't argue with these people. You can't argue with fucking Sinner. You can't argue with Dwayne Peters. You know what I mean? These dudes have already created the mechanisms in their head that make them right and you wrong. You know, that's, I mean, that's how most Trump people work. That's how most conspiracy theorists people work. And it's just like, you can't. You know, once you're in there, you're like in there, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a hole you sink into. I don't know. And I, it sucks, you know, you want to save them, but it's like, you can't cause what, you're going to argue with them over the internet. You know, 
especially because I don't have all the, you know, if you don't have all the knowledge about all the ridiculous stuff that they know about, then you're already wrong for you. Like you're already wrong in their eyes, you know? And I don't know all about, you know, I don't know every specific, you know, QAnon theory or every specific whatever theory, but I know it's wrong because the basis is like paranoia and, uh, usually like racism and usually usually things that are based in the fact that trump isn't like fucked up <laughs> like it's really funny how the QAnon thing is like yeah no trump is gonna really save us from all this stuff like bro trump the nigga who is like friends with jeffrey epstein like friends with him like there's footage of them together and shit dude like come on like come on dude like i'm not i'm not saying that it's not no democratic people who are fucked up like hell no i don't fuck with biden like i don't like hillary clinton or bill clinton but trump is also there motherfucker like trump was also on that plane motherfucker like what the hell it's just so stupid bro i wish i had more to say because this is like an important issue but i just you know i think i think it's just good to say some things are stupid <laughs> hey that thing over there it's stupid i know it's good to argue with people and shit and or or talk to people you know hey you know this is why you're wrong but these dudes on these specific instagrams these specific skaters they don't want to be talked with you know the thing is when you have a when you have like a, a thing you're arguing and the whole time you're just talking about how open-minded you are and how like able to accept the truth that you are and everyone else isn't and anyone else is a sheep you know you're you're not like you know if i had some information right that would be wild for someone to know that would seem shocking to someone, I would sympathize with that shockingness. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say, hey, here's some crazy shit you didn't know about, motherfucker. Oh, my God, what is it? Oh, well, this blah, blah, blah is happening. Oh, I don't really believe that. Oh, we are fucking sheep. Like, no, it's shocking. It's a crazy thing. Why don't you try to explain it to me? Why don't you fucking tell me why I'm wrong, you know? That's how you argue with people. That's how you debate people. Or like, you know, that's how you like, you know, get your point across. You convince people. You know, these dudes don't want to convince people because they don't got shit to say, dude. They don't got shit to say. They don't got shit to back up anything. And it's so funny. Like, that's how I feel with all these motherfucking like QAnon conspiracy people. Like, not even just QAnon. Any like, so many conspiracy people are like this. I don't want to go in my own like fucking shit. But it's like, dude. Why don't you explain it to me? You know, if you're, if you're over here, like just talking about how, so how much people are not willing to open their eyes, you know, and, and just faced with any pushback, you're just like, Oh, block these people are, they, Oh, they don't want to hear the truth. Then my man, you, your argument has no like backing and actually no one should believe you actually if you were if if all the shit in QAnon was real and all these other conspiracy theories were real we already we still shouldn't believe y'all just the way y'all be acting like y'all act like you fucking the smartest people on the planet it's just funny i just get annoyed i get so annoyed by these people because they're so like willfully just like ignorant it's crazy Ugh. I feel like I just rambled. I don't even know if I said a single thing. <laughs> I hope this episode is good. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of pro skaters being like this, man. And you, and like I said, you can't save them. They're done. They're gone. Once you cross the QAnon, the, the QAnon line, like, you're, like, what are you going to do? How am I going to convince you on an internet person who believes in QAnon? How am I going to, I can't, I cannot. So I guess if you got friends that are like, teetering on those little lines try to try to those are the ones you talk to talk to the people who are almost there you know and explain to them like why you know learn learn why people believe in this stuff too you know learn why they believe in this stuff because there are reasons like like i said a lot of them have points they have instinctual ideas of things that are wrong with society and like yes yes you're right there's something wrong there Okay, now come to this path. Come to the right path. Don't go to the QAnon path that explains it because that's not the right path, you know? So I guess, yeah, if you know anybody, any skaters who are, like, almost there, like, try to talk them off that cliff because once they dive, they're, like, gone, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I really wish Gershon Mosley and Chris Markovich and PJ Ladd and Dwayne Peters and Sinner, you know, were not these guys, but they are. And, uh, 
when I look at their Instagrams, I want to, I want to respond. I want to say something. I want to be like, yo, you fucking, y'all, you motherfucker, you fucking idiot. Or, or I want to say, Hey, you know, Hey, that's not right, man. Like, let me tell you, or, or, Hey, Hey, I think, you know, here's another, here's another idea. You know, how about, Oh, why is this? You know, ask the question, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're not going to hear me. So I just, I look at that shit and I just walk away. And I think that's what we all have to do for our sanity sometimes. It's, it just really sucks. It feels personal, you know, when it's like a pro skater, especially someone you like, you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> let's just hope more skaters don't buy into this shit. Please, please. No more skaters buy into this stuff. Any new skaters don't buy into this stuff. I mean, Dwayne Peters was saying some nasty stuff. I didn't even, I honestly didn't even listen to Dwayne Peters whole thing, but he was, you know, he was just saying, oh, skaters are snowflakes now. Their, their clothes suck. <laughs> I'm like, what? cool dude oh skaters suck now you know the time when skaters are becoming more inclusive and there's more like lgbtq skaters happening and shit dope bro i'm glad you think it sucks dude i bet like grasso is very happy with you right now (laughs) i mean i have no idea if they're friends anyway but whatever i don't even know if i did a good a good job this episode i really feel like i haven't said anything i need to say but you know what just uh go skate you know, don't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> it's too depressing. <laughs> go have fun. Go play a skateboard video game. Go skateboard. And, uh, you know, shout out to, man, shout out to fucking pro skaters like Kareem Campbell who believe in COVID. <laughs> you know, they're doing so much. They're just believing in COVID and knowing it's a thing. It's like, oh, wow. Congratulations. Like, it's so crazy that there has to be a thing that you congratulate someone for. But, man. Shout out to Kareem Campbell, you know. He posted some pro-COVID stuff on his Instagram, and I'm just so thankful for him. And I'm so thankful for his podcast, which is a good podcast, the the Ghetto Bird Show. I think that's what it's called. But shout out to... I I guess I can end this by shouting out a good 90s pro skater (laughs) who is still all mentally there and is actually here a lot more than he has been in the past. So I'm glad he's being more visible Shout out, shout out to Kareem Campbell. I love him. He's also in the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and 1, so bringing it around full circle. <laughs> He's not a QAnon guy. <laughs> he believes in wearing masks and COVID and social distancing. And uh, we love him for it. And we love him for everything else he's done. So everyone go follow Kareem Campbell. All right. This is Skating is Hard. Thank y'all.